Blog Talk Radio. Hallelujah. Praise God. And welcome to live deliverance internet ministries. My name is uh, Brother Emmett Overton. Amen. And this is the Sabbath, the day of rest. We have a very powerful, powerful message for the believer. Intellectualism, theology, religion, that's not a personal relationship with Christ. Heavenly Father, we come in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. How God has anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. Father, use me as your oracle. We come up against every demonic spirit and every force that will come up against the truth. Thy word is truth and every man be a lie. We bind the demons of religion and performance and intellectualism in the name of Jesus. We take authority over this and send it back to the sender in Jesus Christ of Nazareth's name, we pray. Amen. I want to say this to brothers and sisters who call themselves Christians. Your religion is not going to get you to heaven. Your religion is really not a religion. It's just nothing but doctrines of demons if you're caught up into it. Theology. Nowhere in the Bible does Jesus tell you to be a theologian. That's man-made. That's a Pharisee spirit. Jesus called them doctors of the law. And there are people who are so committed to their church, to their organization, to their titles. I said my name is Brother Emmett Overton. I was born Emmett Overton. I wasn't born apostle. Apostle means one that's sent. It's just a word. I don't get off on that word. I don't feel important. Matter of fact, apostles suffer. We have a misconception of Christianity because we don't study the Bible. We want to act religious. We want to act holier than other people. You want to act like you know everything and you don't know nothing. You don't submit to the power of God. You submit to the power of man's and his authority, and you like to be impressed. That will send you straight to hell. You have to have a personal relationship with Jesus. It is not going to be easy for anybody to get to heaven. If it was easy, everybody would get to heaven. In Matthew 7, and 23, Jesus says, Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? And in thy name have cast out devils? And in thy name done many wonderful works. If you're a theologian, have you ever cast out any demons? Have you ever done any wonderful works? That don't mean you're going to get to heaven. So if you think that your title, Dr. Leroy Braunberger, is going to get you to heaven, I'm sorry to tell you, baby, you may be going straight to hell. And then I will profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. Now, how can a person cast out demons? Okay, and do wonderful works. And then Jesus says, depart from me that ye that ye work iniquity. And the Lord gave me one simple scripture. Very, very simple. And people can go to hell thinking that your theology and you being a theologian, an educated enemy of God is what she is, is a fool. You're a fool. The devil got you thinking that you're powerful and you don't even have not one gift to heal yourself, not one gift to cause any healing in your body, not one. But you call yourself a theologian. Well, you want to be known, that don't mean nothing. Because Jesus' word 
is the most powerful thing a person needs to have a personal relationship is to have it with Christ, not being a theologian, not being a Roman Catholic, not being Episcopalian or Lutheran. All that stuff, man, the devil and went in these churches and ripped it out. Ain't nothing in these churches but religion. And really, to be frank with you, it is really not religion. Because I want to get something uh, clear to the listening audience. Pure religion is not being a theologian. Let me say that again. Pure religion is not being a Catholic priest. Pure religion and undefiled before God and the Father is this to visit the fatherlessness and widow in their afflictions and to keep himself unspotted from the world. That's pure religion. James gives two principles of defined the content of true pure Christianity. Genuine devotion to God. Beloved, love for the people in need. In the New Testament, orphans and widows had few ways to support themselves. They often had no guardian or helper. Believers were expected to show them the same care and love that God exercised toward the fatherless and the widow. See Deuteronomy 10:18. See Psalms 146, verse 9. You can see Matthew chapter 6, verse 32. You can see Deuteronomy 24:17, and you can see Psalms chapter 6, 8, verse 5. Today, amongst our brothers and sisters in Christ, are those who need love and care. We should seek to love them, and to show care for them as Christ showed care for you. A holy life, Jesus says, that loves others must be accomplished by the love of God, expressed and separates from sinful ways from the world, and from others must be accomplished by holiness before God, or it is not Christianity. I know a lot about theologians, okay? A whole lot about them because I was an assistant chaplain, and my God, I met so many educated enemies of God. Derek Prince called them educated enemies of God. And I'm going to show you, if you caught up into this mess, and if you believe that you're going to have retain salvation from this type of foolishness, you ain't going to heaven. I'm sorry to say that. To be a Christian is to have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Let me say this. It's not about... Being a theologian, it's not about being some great one and you want everybody to look up to you. You are still in Christ's glory. You ain't still in Christ's glory. Ain't nobody sitting at the right hand of the Father but Jesus. You're not sitting next to him at all. I don't get no glory for what I do. Theologians love glory. Dr. Leroy Pilgore, please stand up. Good evening. Man, let me tell you something. I done seen that foolishness over and over and over for three years. And God showed me this man named Emmanuel Williams. I call him the king of all dung dockers. Educated idiot. Good evening. Hi, oh, God bless you. The Lord is on. Well, you need some education. No, that's not Christianity. It's foolishness. As a matter of fact, to show you that this foolishness in the book of the word, the Bible even calls it out. Okay, so intellectualism, theology, signing folks' autographs. You're supposed to be. I've seen people signing people's autographs using the Bible, signing their name on the Bible. That's pride. Even Jesus knows about this in the book of Acts, chapter five, verse thirty, 
42, then stood there up one in the council, a Pharisee named Galimia, a doctor of the law, had in reputation among all the people and commanded to put the apostles for a little space and said unto them, ye men of Israel, take heed to yourselves what ye intend to do as touching these men. For before these days rose, Thaddeus boasted himself to be somebody to whom a number of men, about 400, joined themselves whom was slain, and all as others as obeyed him were scattered and brought to north. God don't play that. That's foolishness, calling yourself a theologian. And you're just an educated enemy of God. Most theologians do not have any gifts of the Holy Spirit, not one. I used to see him at the hospital. Uh, you need to recognize me as Dr. Leroy Benjamin. I said, your name is Leroy Benjamin to me. You're not a doctor. I don't recognize you as no doctor. You ain't no medical doctor. And these same, the same spirit attacked Christ throughout the gospel, the Pharisees and the Sadducees and the Sanhedrin council. Those were those, those was, those was theologians in those days, okay? What was a Pharisee? In the New Testament, members of Jewish religious party that flourished in Palestine during the later part of the Second Temple prior to 515 B.C. or 70 B.C. The Pharisees insisted on being forced to oral traditions. The written Torah remains a basic tenet of Jewish theological thought. Jesus went away from this foolishness. The Pharisees was a Jewish social movement and his school in thought in the latitude during the time of the Second Temple of Jerusalem after the destruction of the Second Temple in 70 a, uh, a, uh, B.C. Pharisees, 70 AD, I'm sorry, uh, Pharisees uh, became the traditional literalistic basic for rabbinic Judaism. And they questioned Jesus. They had something to do with Jesus' killings. They was very intellect. They got involved with politics. <clears throat> and Jesus never liked it, the Pharisees. And these modern-day theologians are nothing but modern-day Pharisees. The Pharisees hated Jesus. And Jesus regularly rejected them and their practice and lifestyles. Why did Jesus reject the Pharisees? One reason was because the Pharisees lived in hypocrisy. Jesus taught a higher law than invented all to more close again to their actions and to their intentions. Yet the Pharisees was outly performers, knew the law but not had the spirit. Alex Hymenius was a, a Pharisee, and even Caiaphas, who hated Jesus, was a Pharisee. So if you're happy that you are a theologian, you are a Pharisee, you're just a modern-day Pharisee. You're modern day. That's all you are. And you're a great nothing. I got this revelation. The Lord told me, he called them great nothings. I used to see them come into the hospital every day. Well, let me say a prayer for you. Oh, my God. It's like the words they say are so profound. It's just performance. I don't have to do that. Go. Demon, come out. I had word of knowledge last night. I gave all credit to the Lord. They don't have word of knowledge. They boast in them own selves. They love pride. They love attention by men. That ain't going to get you to heaven. You should not allow your salvation to be dependent on some Pharisee spirit. A theologian is a modern-day Pharisee. That's all he is. 
Okay? You may say then, what was the difference between the Sadducees and the Pharisees? While the Pharisees taught in the synagogue and were middle-class men, the Sadducees were usually wealthy, upper-class priests that worked in the temple. That's performance. God got rid of all of that. It was the same Pharisees were sitting in there while everybody was selling in the temple. And Jesus went and drew them out, Matthew 21, 22, drew them out of the temple. And the Pharisees went with them. You see, this is an outward performance. This has been going on since the, since the time of Christ. There's no difference. You got your robe on. You got a crucifix on. A crucifix does not represent Christianity, by the way. If you got one in your house, you better get it out of your house. There's nowhere in the Bible that Jesus says take a crucifix that represent him. His word represent him. As a matter of fact, a crucifix is nothing but a electric chair in the old days. Go down to the Georgia Department of Corrections where they electric, electrocute people. That's all it is. Crucifixion in the time of Christ. It represents death. It don't represent Christ. Jesus hung on a tree. Matter of fact, in Galatians 3.13, it said Christ hanging on a tree, not a cross. And we got these religious emblems and long uh, 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 gaps and they uh, uh, helmets looking, some holy, some crucifix on it, big, tall crucifix walking like that's power. Man, the devil ripped that apart. And most of them don't know the word. They know theology. Theology and the word is two different things. Now, here's some scriptures that I would like to show you that God doesn't care about your intellectualism. And if you're listening to me, and if you're caught up in some of these churches and following these type of people, I ask you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth to please leave these people alone. In the name of Jesus, don't let no Pharisee spirit, no Sadducee or theologian send you to hell. The Bible says, thou shalt confess with thy mouth and believe in thy heart that thou shalt be saved. You're saved. Okay? Romans 10, 9. That's outward performance. God doesn't like that. God is not interested in outward performance. It's in the heart that man believes it. So Christianity, it is a personal relationship. It is not about a Pharisee or a Sadducee or a great nothing, a modern-day theologian. I don't believe that you should go to school to learn about Christ. I didn't go to school. As a matter of fact, I don't want you to go to those types of school because they're going to teach you to learn Christ from the mind. And this is corrupt. A carnal-minded man is unstable. A carnal-minded man is an enemy between God. They go from the mind. I go from the spirit. Amen? They sound good. They talk good. But there's no power. They don't have no power. None at all. They don't know nothing about the ministry of deliverance. They have no no clue. As a matter of fact, they say all the demons are gone. I had theologians tell me, they're all gone, son. I said, no, they're not. They're all up in you. Now, the Bible speaks of a lot about this foolishness. In 1 Corinthians uh, chapter uh, 1, verse 23, the, the word of God says, For ye see your calling, brethren, how that not many wise men after the flesh. See, that's what a theologian is. A wise man after the flesh. Recognition. Good evening, Dr. McNicholson. Good evening. And then you got the armor bearer. I don't need no man carrying my Bible to no pulpit. They don't care Bible, they care computers. Foolishness. So see you to hell. So you see your calling, brethren, how that not many wise men after the flesh. That's what they're all about. 
not many mighty by the eyesight of man, not mighty in the eyesight of God, not many noble, see there, are called. Matter of fact, you ain't even called if you're a theologian. You better get called. You ain't God don't call. You don't call yourself. Because you have to humble yourself before God. You have to humble yourself so God can exalt you. They don't humble themselves. They get this education. They get this degree of masters in theology, and then they want you to call them a doctor, and they can't even hear God. I ain't never met one can hear God, not one in my life. Paul used to be a theologian. Amen? Great. Uh, Derek Prince used to be an intellectual, but he found out it ain't going to work. Now, the Bible says, Woe to them that are wise in their own eyes and prudent in their own sight. Prudent, prudent, prudent. Well, didn't I just say that not many, after the flesh, are not many mighty or noble or called? Why? You're getting the glory of God without humbling yourself. This is why God don't like theologians. You're getting the glory of the Lord, and you're not humbling yourself. You have to humble yourself in the eyesight of God. God is not about theologians. He's not about doctor. It's a personal relationship because when you die, you can't pay. When you leave this earth, well, you're going to have to answer Jesus for everything you've done. Do you want the praise of man or Christ? Theologians love the praise of men. They like to be seen in the upper places. Jesus warned them about them. Matter of fact, you'd be surprised what Jesus said about them. And if you are a theologian, you really need to humble yourself because you really ain't hitting on nothing. You ain't got no power. You're going to go straight to hell if you're theological. Because theologians, that ain't in heaven. God's word bears record in heaven, not being a theologian. And Jesus knew these types of sins of the Pharisees. He, He spoke it. And he really hit it on head when he came out of this in Matthew chapter 23. Then spoke Jesus to the multitudes, to his disciples, saying, The scribes and the Pharisees sit in Moses' seat. See, that's, that's performance. Then Jesus says, And therefore, whatsoever they bid you observe, that observe. So if they're teaching the truth, observe. But watch this. And do not do after their works. God doesn't like this. Red writing. This is what Jesus says. For they say and do not. For they've been heavy burdens and grievous to be borne, and laid them on men's shoulders, but they themselves will not move them with one of their fingers. But all their works they do for to be seen of men. Theologians. You want to be recognized by man. Well, I was a hospital chaplain for three years. Don't you recognize me? I said, I recognize you as an idiot and an enemy of God. And he looked at me like I was crazy. I passed the chaplaincy test without having a theological degree. I didn't need it. I know the word. Jesus called fishermen. See, when you're intellectual, it's very hard for people like that to understand God. They won't humble themselves because they want to use their intellectual fleshly mind, Colossians 2.19, to interpret everything for them. They push out the Holy Spirit. They add what they want to add with the Lord. They add what they don't want. They add what they like. And then what they'll do is just up some conjures up some spirits to come around you and make you want to look up to them. Instead of looking up to Christ, you look up to a great nothing. That's all you got is educated enemy of God. Then Jesus says, 
in Matthew 23, 6, and loved the uppermost rooms at feasts and the chief seats in the synagogue. That's a Pharisee spirit. That's a, that's a theologian. That was in their time. It ain't no different today. They, the demons don't change. Time and clothing change and technology change, but not the demon. That demon don't change. In greetings in the marketplace to be called the men, Rabbi, Rabbi. That means teacher, teacher. They want to be called a man great nothing. Theologians want to be looked up to man. Theologians want you to look up to them. I'm not looking up to none of them idiots. Because they don't heal the sick. They don't cast out demons. They can't give me a rhyme of word. They don't have no word of knowledge. The Holy Spirit is nowhere around these people. Only intellectualism. And that's going to send you straight to hell. That's what, that's what Jesus said about, to, about them in Matthew 23, 8. But be not ye called rabbi, for one is your master, even Christ, and all your brethren. And call no man your father upon the earth, for one is your father, which is in heaven. Now, I was Roman Catholic, and I used to have to call people father, clip it, father, Goldstein. And, you know, when I was like 17 years of age, I began to know what sin is, because I was sinning at 18 years old. Okay, I'm not proud of my sins. But when I would go to the uh, booth for confession, okay, Father Clappett would love to do, uh, do the uh, confession with the young people. I'm sure you how wicked these theologians are. They're vicious. They're, they are very vicious. Bless me, Father, for I have sinned. He says, what are your sins, my son? That's the Catholic thing now. Here I am confessing my sins to the priest about a sexual encounter I had with, a, uh, with my girlfriend in the car, and he was masturbating. That's a theologian. Full of trash, full of haughtiness. Look up to me. Listen to what I have to say. Listen to me only. You're going to go to hell with them. They ain't hitting on nothing. They ain't got no and no, I see straight through them. Jesus saw straight through them. Neither be ye called masters, for one is your master, even Christ. But he that is greatest among you shall be your servant. They don't want to do that. They want to be seen in the uppermost seats, the Pharisees, the Sadducees, the great nothings, the Creflo Dollar. Now watch this. There's a pastor right about 30 minutes from me. His name is Creflo Dollar. Well, Evander Holyfield, back in the 90s, he used to be a church member over there. He was the heavyweight champion of the world. No more than I can go to Evander Holyfield's house, Rick Ross, a rapper. He lives there now. And all of the people who was rich at that time sat in front of the seats of Creflo Dollar. And he would set them in front. It was called what's called double tithers. Where they at now? Gone. I don't see Evander Holyfield at that church, church no more. He ain't tithing there no more. Well, where Creflo Dollar at? He's still doing his thing. See, let me tell you something. Everybody who say that they're a Christian is not a Christian. And everybody who's teaching the word is not teaching the word. When you teach the word, signs must follow you. The Holy Spirit must always give itself presence to the, to the teacher. The teacher must bring uh, to the hearer the importance of the Holy Ghost, the importance of the name of Jesus of Nazareth, who God is, what God's love is. What, 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 why has he sanctified us? Theologians are not interested in teaching you sanctification to be set apart from the world. They are hungry for pride and recognition. And whosoever shall exalt himself 
should be in the base. They don't do that. I've never seen a theologian. When I was at the hospital as a chaplain, I never saw them humble themselves. Always doctor such and such. Always have to have a name. Just call me Brother Emmett Overton. You don't have to call me Apostle Emmett Overton. I don't like it. You know, I know I'm sent. That's all it is. I want to stay humble. I'm not interested in no titles. Man, I'm trying to get to heaven. And you in your life as a Christian should not allow someone to take control of your soul, your body, your spirit by teaching you something that ain't even in the Bible. They don't know the Bible. They don't know the ah, tad theologian up. They don't want to deal with me. I used to deal with them at the hospital. They just want recognition. And you go follow recognition and not revelation. You'll be in a recognition just like them. Matthew twenty three twelve, and whosoever shall exalt himself shall be in a base, and he that shall humble himself shall be exalted. They don't do that. So I humble myself. I give all credit to the Lord Jesus of Nazareth. I'm a teacher. I teach simple. I'm not trying to impress you. I don't wear a suit and tie. Even if I had a lot of money, I ain't wearing no suit and tie. I'm just wearing a shirt. I'm good. I'm not interested in recognition. I'm trying to get to heaven. Even when I teach, I'm not teaching for any of you. I love all of you. I'm doing it for Christ. Whatsoever you do, do it wholeheartedly as unto the Lord. Sometimes I'm teaching on here. I don't see nobody on here. I teach like the, to the angels and somebody come. I'm doing it for the Lord Jesus. Don't get caught up in theology. Don't get caught up in titles. Even prestigious churches are not doing nothing. This big old church down here called Creflo Dollar. This is a this man here. I knew him way before he was Creflo Dollar because he was at Fellowship of Faith Church with Pastor Wayne C. Thompson. And he passed away. I come from Fellowship of Faith Church, Stockton County Drive in East Point, Georgia. I'm a disciple of the Lord Jesus, but through Pastor Wayne Thompson and 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 Derek Prince. And he said he didn't he want the money. And this man get on his T V and on church at his service and say he's sorry he repented from teaching you not the truth. But they're still following him. Prosperity is not a doctrine. The Bible says seek not to become rich. Proverbs twenty three four, as a matter of fact, the Bible says seek not to become rich. That's powerful. That's very, very powerful. Proverbs 23, 4. Theologians won't do that. They want the credit and recognition. I'm going to show you how Jesus dealt with them. And this is how I deal with them. Matthew 23, 13. But woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites. Jesus' words in Matthew 23 continue. His most several words was directed against religious leaders and teachers who had rejected at least part of the revealed word of God and replaced it with their own ideals and interpretation. This is why I don't deal with theologians. They will not go concrete scripture. They won't do it. They will bear away from it. They will always bet not one scripture after another scripture. They won't go scripture after scripture after scripture. They're theologians. They've been trained by their mind. They haven't been trained by the Spirit of God. They don't even have the Spirit of Christ in them. You can't, how are you going to have the Spirit of Christ in you if you're a theologian? In that case, why would Jesus be preaching to the Pharisees and saying war unto them? Because they didn't have Christ in them. And if you follow any of this foolishness, you don't have Christ in you either. And if you're about to die under this mess, you are going to go to hell. I don't care who you listen to. You can reject it or not. You better humble yourself. 
Brothers and sisters, we need to humble ourselves. Lord have mercy. You can die today and be gone tomorrow. Play. You can't play with Christ. You can't let theologians send you to hell. You can't let Creflo Dollar send you to hell. You can't let T.D. Jake send you to hell. Eddie Long, he gone. You can't let uh, Leroy Thompson. Type these names up. It's pitiful. Go to Leroy Thompson and Creflo Dollar on YouTube. See him dancing on money. That's not God. It's, but you, y'all don't know the Bible. And so what they want to do is suck you up and have you look up to them and follow them instead of follow Christ. The spirit of Jesus Christ of Nazareth should be noted rather than tolerating and accommodating persons who outwardly appear righteous. That's what a Pharisee does. That's a theologian. They outwardly appear righteous. I was a hospital chaplain for three years. I know what I'm talking about. All I met with nothing but pride. Pride, 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 egotistic, narcissist, pride, Leviathan, Leviathan, Leviathan. Their religious performances, the spirit of Jesus should be noted rather than tolerating and accomplishing persons who outwardly appeared righteous in their religious performances, but who were unrighteous in their personal lives. Jesus confronted their hypocrisy and sinfulness. Like John the Baptist and the prophets, Jesus denounced sin and corruption among those in positions of spiritual influence. Ain't nothing new under the sun. It's the same thing we got today in these churches. The Baptist church gone. Ain't no Holy Ghost in no Baptist church. They don't even believe in speaking in tongues. The Lutheran church is so messed up, they ordain in women, homosexuals, uh, it's just an outward performance of religion. There's no uh, health to the bone to whatever they say. And there's sickness in those churches. Ain't no revelation in those churches. People dying in those churches, believing in garbage. Jesus loved the honor. Jesus loved for the honor of his father and the integrity of God's word and his religious indignations against those who disobeyed God and distorted his word by their practices. See, you can distort the word in position of authority. I don't do that. Just because someone say, praise the Lord, let us pray, let us read, that don't mean it's of the Lord. Because the devil himself can uh, uh, transform himself into an angel of light, 2 Corinthians 11, 13, 11, 12, 13, 14. You need to have the emphasis to read the word so you won't get caught with these types of theologians and uh, 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 educated enemies of God. That's all they are. Why was this? It was so great that it calls him to use words like hypocrite. Did he call them childs of hell? Hypocrites, child of hell in Matthew 23:15. Blind guides, Matthew 23:16. That they're going to lead you straight to hell. They will lead you straight to the pit of hell. They don't know the Bible. They don't have the word of God. They have shunned out the Sabbath. They don't believe in the Sabbath. That's a holy conversation there under God. Jesus says he's Lord of Sabbath, but you can't tell a theologian that because he's a theologian and hear the name that sounds good, they ain't hitting on crap. Emmanuel Williams was very, very educated, but he ain't had the spirit of God. And I remember this theologian came to my office, the king of all donkos. And when he walked in there, the Lord said, he's a mind man of great nothing. 
I heard that. That's, this is the first revelation I got when I got called into the ministry. The Lord said, let me teach you and teach these people about these foolish preachers out here calling themselves preachers. Kenneth Copeland is the most professional gangster I've ever seen. He's good. He's better than Donald Trump. 23 airplanes, 12 houses, and yet you've got people in your church that's poor. When I had a church, I had a member, and the Lord moved me from the church building to radio, and I had a lot of people coming at my house. I had 12, 13, 14 people. Uh, and when my uh, church members needed something, if they tied consistently, I gave them what they needed. They had to pay it back. You're not going to get that with a theologian. You're not going to get that with these churches. They sucked up on Pastor's Appreciation Day. They want you to look up to them. You don't look up to me. You look up to Jesus. I'm just a man. You don't trust me. You trust Jesus. You test the spirit to see what I'm saying. A theologian ain't going to tell you that because he wants the glory. He also called them child of hell, blind guys, fools, extortioners, white scuffs, unclean, full of iniquity, serpents, generations of vipers, murderers. Those are very powerful words to call a theologian. Let's look at the words that Jesus said to bottom. This is how dangerous they are to people. Matthew twenty three fourteen. Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! For ye devour widows' houses, and for a penance make long prayers. Therefore ye shall receive the great damnation. You make long prayers. Oh, they love the oh God, Father in heaven. May the God of the heavens come upon thee on this day. May the Lord God shower thy with thy blessings unto the Lamb to come unto me like that of David. They sound so good. and it just, They're storytellers. You don't need nobody telling you about no story when you've got the devil coming at you. What is wrong with you? Why do you want a great nothing? Why do you want to listen to some garbage? You know what God called them pissing dung bowel movement. Woo! <laughs> mm. Let me show you Second Kings eighteen. Bowel movement. Nothing but bowel movement. Dung. Dung. Pissing dung. All in the Bible. Pissing dung. That's all it is. Piss and dung, piss and dung in the King James Bible. Piss and dung. Okay, here we go. 18, 16, and 2 Kings. I'll show you right out the Bible what I'm saying. 2 Kings 18, verse 27, but Rashika said unto them, Have my master sent me to the master and to thee to speak these words? Have he not sent me to the men which sit on the wall that they may eat their own dung and drink their own piss with you? It's also in Isaiah thirty six twelve. Piss. That's how God look at this stuff. Piss. So you're going to go to a theologian and get number some damn piss and you're going to believe that. I don't deal with them because I know I can see straight through them. Now, if you don't have the word of God and you're ignorant, they're going to pray off that. 
They want to control everything. They don't believe in movement of the Holy Spirit. They want to get the recognition for everything. And Jesus called them out. Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you devour widows' houses. And for a purchase make long prayers, therefore shall ye receive the greater damnation. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for ye can pass sea and land to make one parcel, and when he is made, ye make him toward more the child of hell than yourself. See, you're going to go to hell listening to people like this. They don't know the word. Woe unto you, ye blind guides. They're leading you wrong. A theologian? Jesus said, follow me, and I shall make you fishermen of men. Matthew 4.19, he didn't say, oh, sister, sister Favor, Shabbat, Shabbat, praise God, amen. Sister, Favre, sister Kathleen, amen. Amen. Shabbat, shalom, God bless you. God bless you, sister. I don't want people getting caught up with this stuff, because I was with it as a Roman Catholic for 18 years. The priest, he come to the priest. My mom said, all right, y'all be quiet. He's the priest. And that same priest molested children at my church. Won't you, you blind guides? They are blind guides. Study the Bible for yourself. The church is gone no more. It's no more buildings. Everybody got their own thing, okay? Who your church, your pastor? Well, my pastor, Pastor Leroy Thompson, he went to the school of theological seminary studies and training. And you're talking about the Bible, you can't hear nothing from them. Titles. Woe unto you, you blind guides, who say, whosoever you shall swear by the temple is not is nothing. But whosoever shall swear by the gold of the temple, he's a debtor. You fools and blind, for whether it's greater the gold or the temple, that sacrifice the gold. And whosoever shall swear by the altar, it is nothing. But whosoever shall swear by the gift that is upon thee, he is guilty. Ye fools and blind guides, for whether is greater the gift of the altar or the sacrifice of the gift, whosoever therefore shall swear by the altar, swear by it and by all things therein, and whosoever shall swear by the temple, swear by it and by him that dwelleth therein. And he that shall swear by the heavens, swear by the throne of God and by him that sitteth therein. Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees and hypocrites. They're hypocrites. Modern day hypocrites, a theologian. Now, let's look at some scriptures concerning this foolishness. In Jude one sixteen, the scripture says, "These are murmurers, complainers, walking after their own lust, and their mouth speak great swelling words." Oh, they good at it. Hallelujah. Good evening. My name is Dr. John A. McNichols. I want to thank you from Divine Church Center Baptist Church here at Newmanton, North Carolina. We want to thank you, Dr. Leroy Montgomery, who went to the University of Princeton and studied the theological understanding of the philosophy of Christ. We bring the word. You don't need that mess. <laughs> that ain't in the Bible. The Bible is simple. The simplicity of Christ, very simple. Jesus spoke to some. He spoke to ordinary men. He said he don't even call these types of people. What? Who say that they are called? First Corinthians one twenty six says very few are called to that type of calling. Let, let me read this again because I, 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 I think you may get a little amnesia. Now, if you got a demon get mad at me and you you need to get that thing cast out, come call me. 
Come on, call me, get it out of you, because if you caught up in this, you all messed up. For you see, caller, you see your brethren, you see your caller and brethren, how that not many wise men after the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called. But God had called the foolish things of the world. Somebody like me, can't even spell. But I'll wear you out with the scriptures, because all I do is study. I don't watch TV. I ain't got time to watch TV. I watch exorcism tapes. I go to YouTube and see what's going on with the paranormal because that's my ministry. Steady, 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 steady. Meditate. Read the word. Dear Prince, fast, steady. I don't want to be no theologian because I don't want to send nobody to hell. I'm trying to get to heaven. And God wants us to have a personal relationship. We don't need no man on earth that's got some foolish robe on and some cross that's on his chest that looks like an idiot. I don't wear no cross. I don't have no crosses in my house. I don't need no cross. I got the word. The word bears record in heaven, not no cross. Those are religious objects. They ain't got nothing to do with personal relationship with Christ. So they'll throw you with these religious objects. Oh, he's a holy man and commit more sin than you. But God had chosen the foolish things of this world to confound the wise. And God had chosen the weak things of this world to confound the things which are mighty and vague things of the world and things which are despised that God chose, yea, and things which are not to bring to naught things that are, that no flesh should glory in his presence. Listen to me, that no flesh should glory in his presence. First Corinthians one twenty nine. Well, Theologians, they like the glory. So they'll never give God any un- a humbleness or humble unto him. The word of God says that no flesh should glory in his presence. And ever since I've been around these theologians, they're always trying to get to convince you that they're powerful. I can tear them down by this talking to them. And then I say, uh, turn to the word. I give them the Bible. Go to Lamentations. They're struggling to find Lamentations. I do that with people when I minister to people. Uh, when I was at my uh, building, I had a building before I came to the Internet. And I would find this person's spiritual condition by sitting them down and giving them a Bible. I said, turn to Malachi 5, no, turn to Zephaniah somewhere, or Obadiah. They can't even find it, a theologian. You don't need that. Jesus says that these are murmurers, complainers, walking after their own lust and their mouth's great swelling words. Stay away from this type of foolishness. Great swelling words. This is how they are getting you caught up into that. It's an outward performance you are performing. When Emmanuel Williams came in my office, the Lord opened up the spirit room. They can't see in the spirit either. Theologians cannot see in the spirit. They cannot see in the spirit because they're worshiping the Lord in the flesh through intellectualism. And the flesh lusts against the spirit, and the spirit lusts against the flesh, and these are contrary one to another, that you cannot do the things that you would. Galatians 5, 16, 17, that's what they want to do. Then, it gets worse. Jesus says, through his, uh, one of his apostles, through Paul, Titus, and Titus 1, uh, 15, unto the pure all things are pure, but unto them that are defiled and unbelieving is nothing pure, but even their minds and conscience is defiled. They are just only performers. Don't follow them. Paul even hit it harder on 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14, and my preaching was not 
with enticing words of man's wisdom, words of man's wisdom. Notice that Paul say, and my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words. I don't use enticing words. I'm not trying to entice you. I just teach the word. A theologian, he's not going to do that. He's going to get the words, the proper syllables of the words, and he's going to make sure that it's fluently uh, spoken to you. I want to uh, thank you. I am elatigated to be here in these United States of America amongst my brethren therefore here. I'm not into that. I can't do that. That ain't me. I'm just an ordinary man. We don't have to be joining organizations that sound good but can't produce no uh, results uh, 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 having victory over Satan. Theologians don't have victory over Satan. They part of they part of the problem. Every time in the hospital, I would see them. Then I would minister to people when I was I was hospital chaplain for three years at Southfield Medical Center. And they would call me, well, can you help some of my children? They said that you had a wonderful prayer of deliverance. I'll give you the permission. I'm very busy. Man, please, you don't know how to cast out no demons, man. That's why you're sitting the person to me. Get real. I beg your pardon. I I don't let the game, don't play the game with these demons. Your salvation is very important. Your salvation is very important. I was Roman Catholic for 18 years. I was messed up. I've been there. I don't follow no man. I, I'm, I don't, how are you doing, pastor? Blah, blah, blah. They're just ordinary men. Don't look at me as some special man. I have sinned just like you have sinned. Matter of fact, my sins probably worse than yours. Don't follow man. Follow Christ Jesus and his word. Colossians 2, 4, and this I say, at least any man should beguile you with enticing words. There you go again, enticing words, enticing words in uh, Colossians 2, 4. He says enticing words in 1 Corinthians 2, 4. He says the same thing in 1 Corinthians 12, 26, uh, 126, enticing words. Out the mouth of two or three shall every word be established. Second Corinthians 13, 1, God is trying to show you something over and over and over with these enticing words, they foolishness. I tried to listen to Cruffalo Dollar, and I had to turn it off. I got, I, I, I threw up. Pitiful. He wasn't talking about nothing. Oh, honey. Such a word like that. I'm Dollar. Although they like how it sounds. He ain't got no power. He ain't got no power to And Kenneth Copeland. Oh, ba 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 oh, ba ba oh, ba 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 That's all he can say. I see God. And there's some connected with money, connected with money, connected with money. Hypocrites. God don't, God don't need no money. <laughs> the gold, everything belongs to him. God don't need no money. Deuteronomy 8.18, King James Version. God don't need no money. But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God. Deuteronomy 8.18. For it is he that giveth the power to get wealth. Great nothings don't give you power to get wealth. A theologian don't give you power to get wealth. God gives you power to get wealth. And it's not even for you. This is why I don't like great nothings and prosperity doctrines because they teach you that the prosperity and all the blessings is for you. No, it's not. The riches and the wealth is for one thing. You're going to be so shocked to see really what it's for. 
In Deuteronomy 8, 18, it says, But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth thee power, watch this, to get wealth, watch this, that he may establish his covenant. It ain't for you. Which he swear unto thy fathers as it is they establish his covenant. Well, how can you establish the covenant of God if you can't get the word of God out on the internet radio or get it out in a, in, in on TV? Or you have to get it out. They teach you that you tied to God, God going to owe you something. God don't owe nobody nothing. God says, owe no man nothing but to love him. See, this is a theological error. And because you don't know the Bible, you will get jacked. In the streets, they call it getting ganked. Where's the scribes? Where's the scribes? Where's the disputers of this world? Have not God made foolishness the wisdom of this world? God chooses ordinary men. He chose one educated man and one doctor. Luke was a physician. Paul was a tent maker. Paul was a tent maker. He was bow-legged. Y'all don't study the word. He was a tent maker. Wasn't a theologian. He knew the law very well because it's steady. When Jesus told the disciples, come follow me, that's all you got to do. Set, follow, get the King James Version, study the word of God, stay out of these churches. Because they, I don't know a church right now I can tell y'all to go to that I will be comfortable for you to be in. I don't go to none of them. One, they don't worship on the Sunday. They worship on the wrong day. This is the Sabbath. I'm going to do a teaching on the Sabbath next week to make sure that everybody understands where I'm coming from. I'm going to talk all day about Saturday, the Sabbath, next Saturday. God don't want you getting caught up. They don't have no signs. They're not interested in helping you. All they want is your money. Because true Christianity is exhibited through Romans chapter 15. True, being a true man of God, not a theologian. There's a difference between being a theologian and a man of God. A theologian don't do this. Romans chapter 15, verse 18 and 19. For I will not dare to speak of any of those things which Christ hath not walked by me to make the Gentiles obedient by word and deed through mighty, here we go, signs and wonders. I don't see no signs and wonders in no theologians. Not one of them have signs and wonders. They don't have, they don't get healed. I got healed. I don't have high blood pressure no more. I don't take high blood pressure medication. I got healed. I got healed. I got healed from back pains. Then I can lose you. You can lose your healing. I got it back. But my trust is in the word. The word bears record, not a theologian. Theologians are not ordained by Christ. They're ordained by their educational resources with a diploma and a piece of paper saying that you met these criteria at this institution to serve God. There's nowhere in the Bible. But the devil knew that. That's why he created the Sadducees and the Pharisees and the Sanhedrin Council in the old days during the time of Christ. Sanhedrin Council. Sanhedrin Council. Sanhedrin Council. The Sanhedrin is a body claimed by the lesser Jewish courts did not have, such as they were the only ones who could try the king, extend the boundaries of the Temple of Jerusalem, and were the ones to whom questions the law were firmly put. The Sanhedrins, the idiots and enemies of God is what they was during the time of Christ. There is nothing new under the sun. In Mark 3.13, Mark 3, 14, and 15, and he ordained 12 
that he should be with him and that he may send them forth to preach. One, I don't see theologians preaching. To have power to heal sickness. I ain't never seen a theologian come to the hospital and heal anybody. Anybody out there know any theologians who have the ministry of healing, please call Live Deliverance Internet Radio. 678-701-3733. Please call Live Deliverance Internet Radio. 678-701-3733. Please call. Let me know who they are, and I will get on here and apologize. I want to know any theologian, any great nothing, Dr. Leroy Kilgore, whoever you are, call me if you're doing any healing, and I will come and set up my computer and my camera and let everybody see you heal in the name of Jesus through your theology. That'll never happen. They don't heal sickness, and they don't cast out demons. No, they don't. So what they do is being an instrument of unrighteousness, not knowing it, because they really think that they, they they really think that they're doing what's right. Let me show you what this stuff does. The theological Pharisee, Pharisee uh, spirits. It's, it it pushes away revelation. Now Paul says, "I need to receive it by revelation." No, excuse me. I need to receive it by Christ. No, I need to receive this by man. Thank you, Lord. Galatians one twelve. Praise Jesus. Forgive me, uh, brothers and sisters. I was trying to quote it, and I heard another scripture in my spirit, and I was trying to hold on to that other scripture. Galatians. I neither received it by man, neither was I taught it by man, but by the revelation of Jesus Christ. Galatians 1.12. Theologians don't give no revelation. They don't believe in revelation. They believe in the mind, educating their mind, and their educational status to stimulate you as a Christian. That's not in the Bible. Now, here's what they do. Theology exalts itself above revelation, and that's not supposed to be. Academic achievement, oh, they're good at that, Dr. Leroy Gilgore, and they love for you to call them doctor. Oh, they love them. I saw a guy close his eyes and call them doctor. I went out of Houston Church and wanted to do I wish I had a rock or a right, right at him. <laughs> Let me say this here. When I was not saved, I was a gangster. Not proud of my past. I'm not here to lift up my past. Okay? But I was a gangster. And I used to date this girl named Anita Tate. Tweety Birds. Beautiful, dark, beautiful. So anyway, we dated. And I went to a church that she invited me to with one of her friends. And he was a theologian. And they had Pastor's Appreciation Day. And here comes Dr. Leroy Gilton. And he was coming down in his suit and tie and his cane and armor barrel. And they had lobster, caviar, boy, for the doctors. All of them had that. Ordinary people had rice, uh, chicken and rice and some collard greens. I was against it. I ain't like that. I pulled my gun out. I said, hey, man. They called the police up. I went to jail. I went to jail that day. I said, man, you wrong. I went up there and took all that food and gave it to the poor people. I pulled a gun on them and said, you get your ASS in here. You eat this chicken and rice to how it feel. I went to jail for six months. I ain't know the Lord. But I did not like that then. And to this day, I don't like people 
playing with people's lives, trying to represent God illegally. So what they do is they like to have their theology to exalt above revelation. They love academic achievement above the character of the individual. They will embrace psychology over the ministry of deliverance or over any form of discernment. They love programs to keep you abased with them, with their program they want to give you over the leading of the Holy Spirit. They love eloquency above supernatural power. They really swap out. They want to be known as pride. There's no, there's no foundation basis to the spirit of God to move in somebody like this. They're like eloquency above supernatural power. Human reasoning, no, they're good at that, above the walk of faith. Laws above love. That word is pure, Psalms 119, 140. They love religious acts and human efforts. But let me show you what it's going to lead to before we close. It's going to lead into damnation, and it's going to send you straight to hell if you don't repent. They like religious acts and human efforts apart from God's grace and God's love. No matter how well-intentioned, this thing will always result in a demonic spirit of Ishmael, not in Isaac. Christian churches which have tasted the grace of God, but then have turned away and begun trusting in their own efforts, their own intellectualism, their own methods of religious forms of outwardness, but yet inwardly hating Christ. They have armed themselves with human strength by their intelligence. Therefore, they put a curse on people when they speak. Galatians 17, 17.5. Cursed to he that trusted in his flesh and make an arm his strength. It's a curse. Your mind is teaching, not the spirit. So what they do is speak curses on people and not even know it. Let me close by showing this to you, what I'm saying. Please go to Galatians. Come out of these churches. And if you're a theologian, you better repent and stop calling yourself theologian and renounce it and humble yourself because you're performing and your tap dancing is going to be over when you die. And you're going to be Jesus. What are you going to tell them? You as a doctor? Or are you going to tell them you healed anybody? Hmm? You raise it about it from the dead? Oh, oh, no, you ain't about to do that. You ain't got no anointing. Let me show you what they do. Because when they do this and start speaking stuff that's contrary to the, to the scriptures and speaking intellectually, they're speaking a curse over you. In Galatians 1, 8 says, but though we are an angel from heaven, preach any other gospel. And that's what they do. And they're preaching another gospel. They're leaving out healing the sick. They're leaving out casting out demons. They're leaving out uh, recovering the blind sight. They're leaving out raising the dead. We don't even have Christian ministers and deliverance does that. I desire to raise the dead. That calls a lot of fasting. Got to suffer to get that. They don't want that. But though we are an angel from heaven, preach any other gospel unto you than that which we have preached unto you, let him be in a curse. They're cursed. You're preaching a gospel that's not in, 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 that's in the Bible, and you're teaching people a curse if it's not in the Bible. And we say before, so I say now again, if any man preach any other gospel unto you than that ye have received, let him be accursed. They're cursed. They're preaching a gospel that's not the gospel that I know of. I've been around them. I used to work at a hospital, and I was around them for three years. Every time they would come in, I always dealt with the same demon. Look up to me, honor me. I'm the man. I'm here. No pride. No, 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 no power. 
uno, zero power. Zero power. Don't be like that. Come out from among them and be separate, say the Lord, and touch not that unclean. If you're a theologian, you better humble yourself. I don't care who you are. Get through yourself and say, Lord, forgive me for playing Christianity, for playing. Because you can't play with me. I see straight through you. If you don't know the word of God and it's rightly divided, you're not a man of God. A man of God don't mean you got to have a master's degree. A man of God is an ordinary human being who believes that Jesus is the Son of God and serving God as best he, as best he can. That's all I'm trying to do. I'm not in this for recognition. I'm not really in this for money. I'm in this because I'm called to do it. I ain't never done nothing right, but this I'm going to do right. The question and the choice is yours. Are you going to continue to be steadfast under that type of foolishness, so-called theology? Or are you going to really find who Christ is? Now, if you're a theologian, you need to repeat this after me. Heavenly Father, I come in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. I ask that you forgive me. I humble myself, Lord. I humble myself in my position. I give you my position. I give you the doctor, the title, the theologian, preacher, the name. I humble myself, Lord, and I ask that you forgive me for my sins. I humble myself, Lord Jesus. Come into my life and forgive me for my sins and totally teach me your word. If you've done that, you are saved. If you're not a theologian, the Bible says you shall confess your faults once another. The Bible says if you confess your fault, Jesus is there and able to forgive you for all unrighteousness. You can ask the Lord right now to forgive you for your sins. I don't care where you're at. I don't care what you did. I don't care if you've done it a thousand times. God will forgive you. Who's for me to judge you and say, God's going to cut you off. God hasn't told me that. He's telling me to tell people to repent. God's been very patient with me throughout my years. This is why I'm patient with other people. Brothers and sisters, get a personal relationship with the Lord, not with a theologian, not with a title or a religion, because pure religion is undefiled before God. So look after the widow and afflicted. James 127, not a theologian. God bless you. Saucy, keep us on air. Amen. I tell you, this has been a wonderful day in the Lord. We're going to be coming back because we got part two. This is a telethon. And uh, I'm going to come back to you later on this evening. I'm going to get a hold of Sister Kathleen. I'm going to give you a call, my sister-in-law and her and her daughters. have been knowing this sister for 15, 20 years. She used to come to my house. I tell you, anyone who has been part of live deliverance when we first started that's living in the Atlanta area, you're still, you're all of you who I know, you're still welcome to come back to my home. Amen. Sow a seed. Whatever you do, please sow a seed to keep us on air. You don't know how expensive this is. I make it look easy because I trust in God. I'm not a pastor to tell you that I'm going to tell you to sow such, such, such and such and such. The Lord's going to bless you in three months or nine months and have you to forget and take your money. I'm not going to do that. All I'm going to ask you to do, whatever you do, do it as unto the Lord. Be a cheerful giver and ask the Lord how much to give. You ask the Lord. If the Lord don't tell you to give nothing, then don't give. But I pray to God you test the spirit because I don't want the devil to act like he's Christ. Amen. Go to www.livedeliverance.com on the lower left-hand icon on our PayPal. And you can sow a seed. It's a PayPal account at www.livedeliverance.com. Whatever you give, we thank you. I want to thank Brother Sammy Osley 
Sister Candace Durden. I want to thank Brother Rodriguez Baker. I want to thank Brother T. Rowe. I want to thank Mama in, in Finland, Brother Tom, and thank those who have supported this ministry. All I'm trying to do is get the gospel across. I'm not trying to make enemies. I'm trying to teach the truth because these churches are not teaching the truth. They're teaching lies, lies, and lies. And you don't need to be lied to. You need to know the word for yourself. Listen to us at www.livedeliverance.com. We're on 24 hours a day. Tomorrow, we'll have Derek Prince on all day, beginning 12 noon. Again, you can go to www.livedeliverance.com. On the lower left-hand side of the icon of our website, there's a PayPal, or you can go at the top at www.livedeliverance.com and go to our GoFundMe and sow a seed to keep us on air. God bless. Shalom, come out from that, serve God, stop following man, stop looking at people's positions and titles, look at Jesus so he can show you who they really are through the word of knowledge and the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Okay, round two, name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.